Every year, thousands of adults with financial barriers to accessing top-quality health care turn to Holy Cross Health Centers. We learn more about Holy Cross Health Network and its dedication to achieving health equity in the community with Anise Cody, the president of the Holy Cross Health Network. Anise has been named for the second time to Washingtonian Magazine's list of Washington's most powerful women. This is your Best Life podcast, Women's Health, from Holy Cross Health. I'm Cheryl Martin. Anise, great to have you on to discuss the vital work of the Holy Cross Health Network. It's great to be here. Thank you so much. First, what are social determinants of health and how do they influence health outcomes? Social determinants of health are the conditions in the environments where people go about their daily lives, where they live. It includes things like safe housing, transportation, racism, education, job opportunities, as well as access to nutritious foods and physical activity. These factors have a tremendous impact on health outcomes. In fact, research shows that they are far more important as drivers of health outcomes and medical care. It's estimated that socioeconomic factors are responsible for about 40% of health outcomes. 30% are attributed to health-related behaviors like diet and exercise. And 10% are related to physical environment, which leaves only 20% attributable to medical care. So let me be clear. I work for a healthcare system. I think medical care is critical and it can have a huge positive impact on people's lives. But people don't live in medical settings. What happens in a doctor's office or a hospital is just a small portion of what affects a person's health on a day-to-day basis. So these social determinants are really important to pay attention to. So how do these determinants or factors align with Holy Cross Health's equity efforts? Well, I mean, they are very closely aligned. But to start to answer that, let me start with what health equity is. Health equity means that everyone has a fair and just opportunity to be as healthy as possible. So for many people, social determinants of health are in fact obstacles to good health. And what we do with our health equity work is pay attention to those barriers that people may be facing in becoming as healthy as possible and provide help to overcome them. And we do that in two ways. One is assistance to individual people addressing their specific needs. And secondly, we look more broadly at how can we make an impact at a community level through more systemic change. Do you want to expand at all on those strategies that you've employed at Holy Cross Health to address these factors in our community? Yeah, sure. So let's take the first one, addressing the social needs of individuals. Last year, we began a formal process of surveying patients in our primary care practices and our safety net health centers in order to ask about their needs. And when we identify needs, which happens for maybe about 30% of our patients, our social work team, which includes social workers and community health workers, step in to assist. So for example, in our safety net health centers, we provided diabetic patients who were food insecure access to a subscription delivery for fresh fruits and vegetables. We pay for transportation for patients who are having trouble getting to medical appointments. We've also assisted with some larger challenges for uninsured patients, 
like the need for a leg prosthesis or hearing aids for a patient who wasn't able to work because of his hearing loss. We've also provided legal assistance if that was seen to be the biggest barrier to someone getting to improved health. So in all of these cases, we focus on identifying and addressing whatever is the most significant barrier that's preventing health improvement. In addition to our primary care and safety net health practices, we've done the same sort of screening and response for our own colleagues, many of whom face similar challenges, and we're beginning this work for inpatients in our hospitals this year. The second prong is working at a community level. It's health equity work that's engaging in the community to offer longer-term capacity-building programs that will improve the well-being of our community as a whole. So let me give you an example. We have a healthcare workforce program that's helping people who may have felt that a healthcare career was out of reach because they couldn't afford to go to school to get the certification necessary. So we've been able to help by paying their tuition in a health certification program like a pharmacy tech program or a medical assistant. And to help ensure that they are successful in that program, we have a community health worker who's working with them to address any barriers. So for example, one woman involved in this program, we determined that she needed glasses and she wasn't doing as well in her classes as she might because she couldn't see very well. Another person didn't have consistent good access to a computer. So we were able to help with that. Then once they complete the program, we continue to provide support by, as they begin their new career, by continuing a coaching relationship. And this is designed to make sure that they are successful in a new work environment. And it's also designed to help build a career path for future growth. Another capacity building example is addressing food security. So talked before about providing healthy foods to individuals, but we're also working on some more systemic responses. For example, we're developing a community greenhouse and garden on the campus of Holy Cross Germantown Hospital, where we're going to be able to help food insecure families grow their own vegetables. And we have also trained community health workers to help people enroll in the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP, which was formerly called Food Stamps, so that those families can take advantage of the benefits that they're eligible for. So we look at this both on the individual level and more at a systemic community level. So your efforts, as I hear you talk about them, are holistic. That is certainly our intention. We recognize that there are many different levels of barriers that people face, and there's always the benefit and the importance of being able to help an individual. But in order to, next time around, in order to, in the future, reduce those needs, we also look at a community level and what we can do there. Anise, how does the expansion of Holy Cross Health's network of primary care offices fit into these efforts? Well, as we're expanding our primary care network, we are trying to bring that same health equity mindset to that development. And specifically thinking about, for example, where we locate and what services we offer. So, for example, in terms of where we locate, we have one 
primary care practice that is embedded in Asbury Methodist Village, which is a senior living community in Gaithersburg. And we're opening a new site in a subsidized senior apartment building in downtown Silver Spring. In both of those cases, what we're trying to do is create a connection between people's daily lives and their medical care. We also take a holistic view related to the services that we offer in our primary care practices. For example, in addition to just medical care, which obviously everyone would expect, we incorporate health education programs like chronic disease self-management or diabetes prevention or exercise programs like Senior Fit into the practice so that those aspects of people's daily lives can have more connection to their primary care. How does Holy Cross Health's mission shape your work? I have worked at Holy Cross for a long time. I had previously been a consultant, and the work was really interesting, but I wanted to have a sustained connection to an organization with a strong mission, and that's what brought me to Holy Cross, because Holy Cross has been in our community for 60 years now. And over those years, we've developed a really strong reputation as a trusted provider of healthcare services. Our mission statement says that we are called to be a compassionate and transforming healing presence within our community, which every time I say it, it just sounds like such a lofty goal. But I can really say quite honestly, it does drive our work and our priorities. So every day, my focus is improving the health and well-being of individuals as well as the community. And doing that by improving access to healthcare, establishing partnerships with like-minded organizations in our community, and engaging with our community. Which initiatives instill the most hope for our community's future? Well, this question is a little like asking me to pick my favorite child, (laughs) but I'll give you a couple examples of what I'm really excited about. The first is increasing access to comprehensive primary care services. Although we talked earlier that medical care may not be the primary driver of health outcomes, primary care is still a critical service that can create a really strong partnership between a patient and a provider, and that can form the foundation of the path to good health. The second one is workforce development. This is a newer initiative that we've started, and we're still working on expanding it, but I think it has so much potential One of the ways it's really helpful is that it ensures that our healthcare workforce will reflect the diversity of our our entire community, and that's really good for our patients. The workforce development also will help to drive economic development, which again is beneficial for our community as a whole. And then the third one that I'm particularly excited about is our community greenhouse and garden. You know, it, it is literally about bringing new life and growth to our community, you know, with being the, the plant life there. But it's also an opportunity for our community to come together to build self-sufficiency and to engage across generations in order to promote healthy behaviors that can lead to overall health improvement. I think that really encapsulates what all of this work is about. Anise, that sounds great. Just in closing, is there anything else you'd like to add as we look at the comprehensive program and what services are provided through Holy Cross Health Network? 
I think what we are focused on here in Holy Cross Health Network as a part of Holy Cross Health as a whole is how can we improve the well-being of our communities? And when we think about how we can affect people we are working with today, but also affecting future generations, that more holistic approach to thinking not just about someone's individual medical attention, but how can we heal, how can we grow, how can we strengthen our communities? That's really key to who we are and what we're trying to do. Anise Cody, your passion for your work is obvious. Thanks so much for coming on to discuss the Holy Cross Health Network and its commitment to creating access to top quality health care for all people in our community. Much continued success. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about this. For more information, visit holycrosshealth.org slash primary care. That's holycrosshealth.org slash primary care. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. And thanks for listening to your best life podcast, Women's Health from Holy Cross Health. <laughs>